0: The Anti-Football Podcast stands with the peaceful protests that are happening all over the world. We as a society have to make sure that nothing like the George Floyd incident ever happens again and that we become a much more diverse and inclusive society. We encourage people to sign petitions, make donations and attend protests wherever possible. Black Lives Matter. And welcome to the return of the Anti Football podcast. This is Project Restart for us. Uh, my name is Chris, and for the first time in a while, I am joined by Harry. Harry, how's Lockdown been treating you?
1: Yeah, it's been pretty boring, but we finally got some football back in some form. So,
0: yeah. yeah, yeah, I mean, it's it's gonna be mad this because, like, we've already got like, the Bundesliga back and shit like that. Um, La Liga's coming back in, like, a couple of days, isn't it? Um, I mean, we're recording this on Friday 5th, so, uh, it's tomorrow, isn't it? Well, La Liga? Yeah.
1: Is it? I think. I think Serie A's next I
0: could be mistaken, um... I haven't
1: seen any fiction.
0: Well, I, I might be wrong, then. I, I, I swear, like, it's sometime soon. Oh, no, it's yeah. this time, it's this time next week, La Liga.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Yeah. Um... Well yeah um but I mean we mainly talk about the Premier League and yep yeah, the Premier League that's coming back on 17th Manu, Man Manu, Man Arsenal fucking hell you can tell that we've got to shake off the cobwebs um Man City Arsenal sorry and Aston Villa Sheffield United are the return games oh god it just feels good to have some football back doesn't it Yeah,
1: and some of them are going to be free to air so uh that means that you know there's gonna be more of an audience.
0: Yeah, which is good as well. I think I think there should be a, a lot of them should be free to wear. Um, I mean you know this, you especially. The
1: topic, have you read that clubs like sorry BT and Sky are demanding some of the money back that they've given to the clubs?
0: No, I haven't read that. What's that about?
1: They want I think Sky and BT want like three hundred and thirty million because. <sighs> Where some of them are going to be free to air, they're going to be missing out on X amount of money. Well, you know,
0: Sky chose to make it free to air, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. No one forced them to, you know.
1: Uh, it's going to be on pick, strange decision.
0: Yeah, isn't that like Sky 3 or something? Pick.
1: No, the channel's just called Pick. Uh, it's I've, I've never heard of it. I don't know why they're not just putting it on Sky 1.
0: Yeah. Well, I think it's because... Um, Pick is available on freeview. And uh, in I think I could be mistaken. Uh, that one, no. uh, but yeah, like it. It's because like even in the summer, you know what I mean. Even in the summer where there's no international football, at least there's other sports. You know what I mean. Like what you can follow. Well, but, yeah, we
1: would have had the Euros.
0: Yeah, we would have had the Euros. But i wonder about like when there's no football on. Most of the time, at least there's other sports. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like like um last summer like the cricket world cup on, and that was good um yeah,
1: i mean I'm,
0: I, I'm, I was about to say i'm not a massive cricket fan myself it was just summer it was summer you know and, we, and we've had no for ages i don't see why with some sports though, i don't see why they couldn't continue that like for example snooker why yeah, couldn't they I, continue the thing, snooker yeah. yeah snooker golf <laughs> tennis formula one like like Lewis Hamilton, right? Lewis Hamilton's come out and said, oh, I don't know if it's a bit same without fans. Well, you can't fucking hear the fans. Cause <laughs> massive engine. Yeah,
1: that is true, yeah.
0: way of God, is proper thick as Lewis Hamilton. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's yeah. not like, you know, football without the fans. Because that, that's different. But Formula
1: yeah. 1 without the fans, you don't even hear the fans. Like, it,
0: yeah. Yeah, it's barmy. Um Yeah,
1: even in quarantine, I wouldn't watch cricket for <laughs>
0: Well, I don't mind. I don't mind T20s. T20s are all right. I, I want not sit down and watch a Test match though.
1: Like,
0: I mean, it's funny explaining it to people like what don't know what cricket is. Like, so basically, I don't,
1: yeah,
0: yeah, basically, it can last five day. A match can last five days and still end in a draw. Like, cricket's the only sport where that can happen. Look at that. That's why
1: I like T20s. T20s penalty shootout. Why do you do a penalty shootout with cricket? I don't know. You just you got to wait for six. Have a designated batter. Uh, you you each get a swing and then until someone misses, I guess.
0: Well, every, everyone would just check it. so It'd be like test cricket. It'd be boring.
1: you I'm not watching five days of a sport...
0: And then it ends in a draw, yeah.
1: So, if... Because like, on a day,
0: you'll see like 200 runs in eight hours and there's break for lunch and dinner and all. What? Yeah. Well, because it lasts all day, cricket. Um... Uh,
1: so in if it draws in a cup match, how do they decide it?
0: Uh well usually you'll have test series where you'll have um five you know you'll have five test matches, so it's like twenty five days. What? So it's, like, so it's like a best so it's like a best of five test
1: So what if one of those matches ends in a draw?
0: Uh well then the series can just be a draw. Oh. That's why that's why I don't watch Test cricket. I just watch T Twenty because at least T Twenty you're gonna see some fucking um, what's it? Like some actual runs. Like Test cricket, you'll see like 200 runs in eight hours. Like, that's dead. I that was like 25 runs an hour. So dead. But I mean, like, I went to um, fucking what was it? Uh, T Twenty Big Bash final in um Birmingham and it worked because they do like the two semi-finals and final on the same day. Um, like them old fucking, um, like, early days of USC Like, when they did them, like, one-night tournaments oh, yeah, and yeah, shit. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: yeah, it was sort of like that week. And it was a bit shit because you actually got absolutely bummed in the semi-final. Um, but yeah, it was decent, decent. I, I wouldn't want to go to the Test match. The but... thing is, though, for cricket, if you go to cricket, you just got to get pissed. like You, yeah, you don't I really don't... Gotta... you just got to get... Very boring. I like this podcast, am I right? So, anyway, enough about... Test cricket, because we're not the anti-test cricket podcast. We are the anti-football podcast. Um, And, yeah, as this season um, kicks off uh, for a second time, really, um, Mm -hmm. I've I've had this debate with people quite a lot. Um, What do you think about form? Do you reckon form will carry over from um, the point where the season ended? Or do you reckon it will just be clean slate?
1: Um, Well, looking at what's happening in Bundesliga, it seems... A lot of teams are continuing the way that they were before, i.e., Hamburg are yet to win it, are yet to score like a bunch of goals, and I think they've scored like four goals this year. Mm. So it seems like that is somewhat existent, but it doesn't seem that um there's a such thing as a home advantage anymore mm. because of the lack of yeah that would be the only difference by the looks of things.
0: Mm. Yeah. Because I mean, going into this new restart, um, I, I have been thinking, you know, like it, it, we've had the same amount of time between, you know, when it stopped and when it's restarting. Oh, we've had more amount of time, sorry, between that than a normal season. Like, like it's been what, like three months or something like that. Yeah, um, I think we,
1: we hit eleven weeks. Oh yeah.
0: Up. So. Well, a normal season you know ends in May and it starts again in August, so it's roughly the same amount of time, you know.
1: Yeah, but they have pre-season. Well, they? yeah, they but you know,
0: your like friendly that. form doesn't necessarily carry over, does it? No, yeah, I don't
1: think I lost against Luton quite as yeah. detrimental affected
0: your season that much. Yeah. No, um, but no, I mean, like, I, I don't know. It'd be interesting to see because, like, for example, um, you know, teams were overachieving. You know, will they continue to overachieve or not? Because, like, you know, it's all, it's all right saying, you know, oh, um, the form looks like it's carried over for Bayern Munich or whatever. But Bayern Munich probably would have, you know, been doing that at the start of the season anyway. So it probably wouldn't have affected them that much. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah.
0: You know, I'm looking at teams that are underachieving, like a West Ham or an Everton, or a team that's overachieving, like a Sheffield United, um, see if their form's going to carry over the thing is they're
1: going to have injured players back as well mm, yeah so that's a benefit
0: yeah that that will be a big thing um because like you know especially for the smaller teams as well um you know who have smaller squads you know having a fully fit squad raring to go you know that's obviously going to be a benefit um And the five-substitution rule, what do you think about that, Harry? Because I know it's been implemented in other leagues. Um, It's needed. Right, go on, elaborate. Why do you think that?
1: Well, with this coronavirus, that means that we're going to have to play even more games in an even more congested period. So five substitutions allows less rotation because you're going to be keeping your players fit and you don't have to be fielding your young lads, so that's putting you at a disadvantage.
0: Um... I, I I'm not sure about it because I mean, you know, I I just think it benefits to the big teams too much. Like look at Man look at Man City's bench, you know, like like at any given time they'll have, you know, any the Silvers or Jesus or you know, like Gundogan or you know, they'll have a quality bench and you compare that to a bench from further down the league, you know, it's it's not as good. It can't stack up, you know. Um, so I feel like that he's biased towards the big teams that rule. Really- um, but I can also understand, you know, what you're saying um, about fixture congestions, and it'll help alleviate the pressure with that. But at the same time, you know, it's basically just the same schedule that the Championship always does. So yeah. Yeah, but
1: this is I'm torn. Level, and then uh, there's eight Premier League sides in the FA Cup. Mm. Then if they're going to continue Champions League, you've got to do that as well. I,
0: I doubt. I severely doubt they're going to continue Champions League. I, I don't know how they could to be honest with you, especially with flights grounded and still, so.
1: Oh, okay. Are we still grounded here? Because I thought there's like a 14-day isolation period here.
0: I think so, yeah. Um. Yeah, but, you know, how how's, um, you know, say, Bayern Munich going to come over here? and Well, I can't remember. Did, Bayern Munich play, did you play Bayern Munich at home or where? I think we
1: played them all. Yeah,
0: so the Bayern Munich squad. They'd have to come over here and spend two weeks in isolation, you know. But they to can't to give... do that because of all fixtures, so they couldn't do that.
1: I'm happy to give Bayern a bye. Well, it's done then now.
0: It's well, taking... you know, Liverpool fans would have been saying that against Barcelona. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. You
1: know,
0: it's not over till it's over, and that's why I think um, Project Restart ultimately it will save a lot of hassle because you know, no matter how, if you couldn't finish the season. No matter how you did it, there would have been so many FA lawsuits. Do you know what I mean? Like, if you didn't give the league to Liverpool, they would have sued. If you relegated the teams in the relegation zone, they would have sued. You know, like, if you did it on a point per game basis, like, people on both sides at the table would have probably sued. So, you know, you you, you can't win, really. Yeah.
1: I, I would have just said, just give Liverpool a title and promote sides that are mathematically able to come up and relegate sides that are mathematically
0: gone and then leave the rest as that well there's no sides what are gone and there's no one guaranteed promotion so so you'd basically say no one void it but give Liverpool the title
1: well no like Leeds and West Brom you bring them up and then don't have a playoff winner
0: or whatever ah, how, how could you say that you know what I mean how could you bring West Brom and Leeds up when you know they're only what like well West Brom uh, six points above Fulham with nine games to go Leads the seven points with are nine games to go, so it's still all to play for. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like Liverpool, where yeah they haven't mathematically won it, but you know they are big. Um, yeah, but didn't you
1: know. league like
0: declare their thing that their league none and void? No, I think League Two's carrying on out there. I swear. Oh, when's I, yeah. I I
1: think
0: like the um, I think the football leagues restarting on the 20th and the 21st, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I mean whatever you were gonna do though, like it would have upset somebody and someone would have sued, so you know, restarting is the best thing,
1: you know. That yeah, we so done. many people's lives
0: Well, I mean yeah, I can see the point, but you know latest round of testing there's only one case. The the t- round of testing before that there were no cases. Like Yeah, I know but they haven't they yeah.
1: gotta stay in hotels
0: and... Yeah, I think there's I think they're saying in like self-isolation camps or something like that i
1: was gonna say because like that is it ronaldo salsa the ufc fighter he stayed in a hotel and he caught um coronavirus just before his fight mm. are they gonna do pre-match testing
0: well i, I assume they would i mean have they been doing that in germany
1: i don't i'd hope i mean I, everyone had to wear a face mask man.
0: yeah i mean i'd assume that they would um because um You know they get tested before every training session, the players and staff. So, so I'd assume that they'd be tested before matches as well. Yeah. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. Um. Right. So anyway, let's get into meat and. Oh, I got my metaphors mixed up there. Fucking hell. Oh, I'm really out of practice with this. I don't know if you can tell. Um. I can't even remember what metaphor I was gonna use.
1: Meat and bones.
0: Well, yeah, I was thinking that, but that doesn't sound right, does it? I
1: thought that.
0: Getting to get meat, and bones. No, that doesn't
1: flesh of it, isn't that.
0: Well, no, that sounds even worse. Uh, isn't it in the
1: meat
0: and veg? Well, meat and two veg means knob. So let's yeah. get into the let's get into the cock of this podcast, right? Um, where you know we'll just go through each team, give a quick summary of um, how they're doing before the quarantine, and how we think the rest of the season will go for them. Okay. um so i mean we might as well go from top to bottom in the league um so i mean yeah we'll start with liverpool i mean there's not really much you can say you know going brilliantly before quarantine and they're gonna win it you know i'm, I'm pretty sure yeah 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 i mean it's good that you know they are finishing the season because it 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 would have been poor whatever you'd done, whether you didn't have a winner or you gave it to Liverpool before they'd won it, like it would have been poor whatever you'd done so They yeah. did that in France. Yeah. Um which, you know, I don't agree with. Um were, but,
1: but Bruges and PSG were both in the same position, uh Liverpool won that they were basically running away.
0: Yeah, but I still I still don't agree with it. You know, if it hasn't mathematically happened, you know, then you can't I, you, you,
1: that's a that's a miracle.
0: Yeah, but you know miracles can happen in football. You know what I mean? Like, you know.
1: Yeah, I don't see anyone overturning. Was it a 25 point gap?
0: Well, you know, it's still possible, though, isn't it? You know.
1: Liverpool need one.
0: Uh, something like that. Yeah.
1: And they've got to play City anyway.
0: No, it's two wins. But if they beat City, then it's just that one. What
1: well, if, if if um
0: City lose to Arsenal? Uh, well, if City lose to Arsenal, then Liverpool just need one win. Yeah. Um but yeah, I mean I, I don't agree with I, I don't agree with giving it to clubs when they haven't like physically won it. Because um, then ult can happen, do you know what I mean? Like, you know because yeah. you can't see it happen doesn't mean it's not gonna happen, do you know what I mean? Like can you imagine if um, in semi finals at Champions League Um if that couldn't continue then like if they dump first leg, Barcelona won three nil but they couldn't do it second leg. So they just said, "Oh, we'll give the win to Barcelona." Do you know what I mean? Like nine times out of ten, they'd have gone through. But you know, yeah, that—that's they- all I'm. saying. I mean, they are going to win it. No, don't get me wrong, they are definitely going to win it. But you know, I wouldn't have given it to them before they'd won it. Do you know what I
1: mean?
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's not much really to say about Liverpool. To be honest, you know, they were great before quarantine. They were great after quarantine. Um. Yeah.
1: Um. And they don't even have to win their games to win the league. Yeah. They just need City to drop, so they could lose their next. Was it eight, nine games? They probably. Well, City. if
0: City if City lose two games, then yeah, they could lose every single game.
1: Well, they got Arsenal.
0: Yeah. I mean, there are definitely some um places where they could slip up. With, I mean, you know, they've got Chelsea, Arsenal, Ban City, as well as a Merseyside Derby. You know, so. So not, it's not exactly straightforward for him. I mean they're going to win the league but you know there are some games where they could definitely you know be some banana skin moment. Yeah. Um anyway, moving on to Man City. Um top four is basically confirmed in it. Would you yeah. say for City? You I don't I mean? think
1: they're going to get set. You're not really. No, like I think
0: that. they'll get the last. Really? I mean they do have some tough games um towards the start anyway, Man City. You know, Arsenal, Chelsea, Liverpool, um, but to, towards the end of the season, they should really be winning the last six games. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Um. Yeah, Just. but then again, they lose to teams like Wolves and Norris. Well,
0: like, Wolves are a good team, to be fair.
1: But they're, they're, you wouldn't expect Wolves to beat Man City.
0: No. Um, yeah, I mean, they've definitely been capable of slipping up this season, Man City. Um, I mean, yeah, it's just, they've not been as clinical and as ruthless. As they have been in previous seasons, seasons under Guardiola, um, and I don't know what that's what's that's down to. To be honest with you, um, like it's not as if they're not creating enough, but at the same time, Aguero's still scoring. So it's...
1: yeah, um, I think it's just been I don't know. The midfield's a bit odd. Like they have David Silva and then Gundogan's very
0: hmm.
1: or been very... and they yeah. have a few injury issues.
0: Yeah, they have to be fair. Um, I mean, that, that's the thing, right? Um, it only takes one or two injuries, you know, for a player to. It only takes one or two. In- oh, fucking hell! I'm fucking this up, Jesus Christ! I'm glad we, we're not fucking returning after the game started because I would be shit. Um, but no, it only takes a couple of injuries for a team to, you know, be all thrown out of whack, you know. Yep. Um, um, and the, they did need a centre half as well. Um, like. They got rid of company. Uh, Laporte got injured. Stones got injured. So they've been left with Otamendi and um, yeah, exactly. Which Fernandinho has actually played well as a centre half this season, but you that's know, a
1: natural position.
0: Exactly, and you know he, he's Fernandinho and Otamendi aren't really a centre half pairing that's going to challenge Liverpool, are they? No, they're not
1: quite on the van. No, exactly. Well.
0: I mean, there's not many people who are, to be honest with you. Um, but, yeah. Um, I mean, you said, though, that you don't think Man City are going to finish second. You think that Leicester are going to finish second. Um, so, talk through that. Talk about why I think Leicester are going to, to take City.
1: Vardy. Um, he's been in sensational. Um, Aguero, he's older. And this sort of break. Oh, no. But...
0: Is he? Vardy's like 32 in there.
1: I don't know, like city have an older squad don't they so i feel like this kind of break where they're not being as active is gonna really harm them Cause mm. it's not like they've been doing regular training. yeah we've literally been back um a couple of weeks if you have a few 30 year olds coming back off a long break like that with no training they're gonna be rusty
0: exactly yeah um and there's not even tackling in um training yet so you know it only takes you know a rough tackle from someone. And, you know, that's an injury. Right
1: you know, there, so. playing team, some of the bottom sides, because they're going to really get that ball back.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: So, yeah. Although, yeah, players might be back from injury, but that doesn't necessarily mean... be
0: more sustainable. They haven't got a chance to be match fit yet. Yeah. match. Um, well, yeah. Um. But lastly, they have some... They've got a really hard running. I mean, they've got Chelsea Inc. Cup... Got Arsenal, Sheffield United, Spurs, um, Man United. Like we've got, have got some hard games. Um, and yet, come in, if you think, if you take into account form, you know, they lost. You know, two out of the last three league games. One of which was to bottom of the league. Mm.
1: Yeah, that just seems so long.
0: Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Uh, well,
1: what, what if when new players sign, are they allowed to play?
0: What, are you on about, like, ZH and stuff? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, um, well, I think it's because they can't be registered for this season, so I don't think so. Because I think you register your whole squad at the start of the season and then in January. So, you know, even if, you know, ZH becomes a Chelsea player on July the 1st, he's not registered for that Premier League squad. But so. well,
1: we have players out of- mm. And I expect a bunch of them.
0: Yeah, but I think, you know... I think the FA is just expecting clubs to deal with that, to be honest with you. I don't think Colts has been done about that.
1: It's just been rushed to back to TV.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's not exactly been the most thought-through thought, thought, th- th- thought through, um, plan. Um, you know, I think, you
1: know... I mean, they've the, only just decided that they're going to have five subs.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's, you know, you just thought that, you know... Something like that has already been put into consideration. Lazy. Yeah. Hard to
1: think about it and get into like video.
0: Exactly, yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, let's move on to your club, um, Chelsea. Now I think I think Chelsea a fair. Um, coming back.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh. Uh. Top four guaranteed. Um. I think where we are is where we're going, and hopefully we can add an FA Cup. Because considering what I thought was going to happen if uh, start of the season, we were going to be eighth. This has been an overachievement, which is mm. odd for me to say, given the kind of players we've got.
0: Yeah, as a Chelsea fan, yeah.
1: Um. Uh, and we got to quarters of the uh, Champions League that too. Um. So yeah, as long as we finish fourth, I'm
0: happy. Yeah. Um. I mean, I wouldn't say it's um guaranteed like you um, but you know, like because man united were in some really good form um coming into the end of lockdown so you know i would not i won't exactly say it was guaranteed but you know chelsea you know they're looking a good side but it's just you've got to get rid of the, some of the inconsistencies that you have do you know what i mean like you know losing against teams that you shouldn't be losing against so um Bournemouth especially i don't know a Bournemouth you lot's boggy team or something because like you always seem yeah, to lose so against
1: they them are they are, and so are everton yeah
0: yeah i mean, I mean yeah, I mean oh, I just feels like, you know, I I I don't know. I just feel like it's I wouldn't be as confident as you are currently, if I was a Chelsea fan. Um I mean
1: well, aren't Man City still banned on the next season? So even if the have the Champions League, so if we finish 5th, don't we still get chance?
0: I don't know what what's going on with that. I mean, I know they are still banned as of right now. Um but I don't know if that means fifth gets Champions League or what. Um so you can't really-
1: take a spot away because one
0: club was yeah no i agree with you 100 percent um but i don't know you know what's gonna happen about that you know i don't know whether it means fifth gets it or whether fa cup winner gets it or what um you'd think it would be fifth place gets it um but i'm not entirely sure but it hasn't been announced officially yet so Mm, yeah well that's more of a UEFA thing than the fa um but yeah, I mean, you're three points ahead of Man United, five points ahead of Wolves. Um, yeah, I mean, I just feel like that defense be tighter. because um, I mean, especially, you know, coming off coming off the end of lockdown, you know, you coming off the back of two clean sheets, you know, against Everton, and Liverpool. Um, but before that, you know, two-two draw against Bournemouth, losing three-nil against Bayern Munich, like. Right? 2 oh, 2 against.
1: That was Alfonso Davis' show,
0: that was. Well, yeah. But also, you know, 2 2 against Leicester, losing 2 0 against Man United, 2 2 against Arsenal. Like, I I just feel like, you know, you need a solid center Like, you, you need someone to step up, whether that is Tomore, whether it's Christensen, or whether you need to bring someone in. You know, um, I feel like, you know, you need a presence in that back four or. Back five, whenever it, it is, um, that you don't currently have. Um, I mean, I know Chelsea have just spent just spent over 50 million on um, Werner. Uh, that's all but completed now. Um, and whilst Werner is a you know is an excellent player, um, I don't think it's what Chelsea need right now.
1: We 13 goal, is decent, but not top four level. You got Aguero with seven. Uh, I think so. Bamiang is outside the top four and he's at six.
0: Mm. Well, I mean, the, there's only seven players who have more goals this season than Rashford uh, than Abraham. Sorry. Um, so you know, I won't I won't say this is you know, I I, I won't say it was a p- position what needed drastically improving. You know, I feel like there's other areas what needed improving like centre back or left back. Yeah, not
1: that but we've always lacked when he's been taken out the team, you've lacked goal score. So having Abraham as a backup means we're guaranteed goals no matter who. Because who. Liverpool, they have the top three and then Aurene he gets goals.
0: Who has have... Uh, well, I mean, is looking like he's off. Yeah. Uh, mean Amino. Has hasn't been really on Jesus. yet. Yeah.
1: United have uh, Igalo now.
0: Well, what's happening with Igalo? Is his loan being extended or what? Because I heard that yeah,
1: yeah he's, not in back. China. he's not on our back in China, so I believe they're trying to extend it, yeah.
0: Right, okay.
1: And I'm pretty sure he wants
0: Yeah, no, I'm not surprised. Um. Yeah, Um. Yeah. I, just, I, I, I don't know, I just feel like there's more positions what need improving. I mean, you know, with Ziyech coming in as well, you're going to have a really solid front line. Um. But, you know, you've still got Marcus Alonso at left back. You know what I mean? Like,
1: that's definitely move out, but I do like Emerson.
0: Mm. But you know, you were talking about players not. You talk about Tammy Abraham not being top quality. You know, I want exactly describe describe Emerson as a top quality left back. No, but
1: he's a decent
0: backup. He is decent backup, but you know, I won't want to start in every game, especially if you're a Champions League club. Nice. No, um. But anyway, we'll move on to the club. What we were just talking about, Man United. Um. I mean, obviously you've said you don't see. Um, Man United breaking into that um, top four, you know, after the quarantine. But before the season was suspended, they're in really good form, Man United. The last loss was on 22nd of January to Burnley. Um, and since then, they were undefeated for two months.
1: Yeah, that's all down to one player, Bruno. He's been um, inspirational. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um. If it wasn't for him, then our uh, top four would definitely be out of the question. But I still, don't see them getting top. No.
0: Um. I mean, yeah. I mean, I can, I can, I can see him pushing. You know, I, I but I won't, I, won't be as confident as you are currently as a Chelsea fan because, like, just because of the form that they've been in. I mean, you know, I know I was saying, I know I was saying before, you know, form isn't going to carry on that much. But I'm, I'm sure it will have some effect psychologically. Obviously not as much as, you know, if the season hadn't been suspended. But I can definitely see it having some effect. Because um, it looked a brilliant side before it was suspended to Man United It looked like it was starting to click.
1: mean instead of Jesse, I just don't see top four. I think Wolves have a better
0: chance. Mm. Well, I mean, we can talk about Wolves if you want. Um, I mean, Wolves, they've got a pretty decent running, I must say. Um. I mean, that game against Sheffield United it's going to be crucial for because um, that sort of determines who's going to be the one out of them to what kick really kicks on. Because, um, you know, if you look at the table, they're both on 43 points. Obviously, Sheffield United have a game in hand. Um, but they're both on level and they're both, you know, hovering around that, those Champions League spaces. So, And I feel like Wolves will be able to cope a lot better than Sheffield United with... Champions League football.
1: Yeah, because they've done brilliant.
0: Mm, yeah. Um, I mean, they've already shown that they have the squad depth to be able to um, cope with the added stress of European football. Um, and yet, Sheffield United haven't. I mean, they have a great first team, Sheffield United, but if you look outside of it, there's not... Well, I'm not going to say there's not too much quality, because there is still quality, but, you know... Not on the level of that first team. Who was it? Who was it? Oh, Chef Yu? Yeah. Uh, cannot remember off the top of my head. Um, oh.
1: Was it Lundstrom? Uh, I don't know why, but that's. Uh,
0: I've no clue. I would not be able to tell you. No,
1: I think it's John McGinn. So...
0: Ah, yeah, that's what you're thinking of. Um, yeah, um, but they have been playing some really impressive football this season of Sheffield United. Um, yeah,
1: very disciplined at back.
0: Yeah, and that's somewhat what um, I I wasn't too confident about going into this season with Sheffield United because of the fact that you know they were playing with the overlapping centre half in the Championship, which you know if they'd have continued that you know it it wouldn't have been as effective because they would have been caught out more. Pre- Premier League attackers are just a lot more pace and a lot more explosiveness than Championship attackers do. Um, so yeah, I thought we were going to get caught out by that, but. You know, They've become a lot more disciplined at the back, which is really impressive from Chris Wilder's side. Um, but they have still remain, got that tacking edge, you know, with the full backs, and um, Stevens, George Baldock. Um, yeah, i am really been really impressed by them for adapting to the Premier League.
1: Yeah, I think they said that was a really good um, based.
0: Mm. Well, it all depends on how they can cope with um, European football if they do get it. Um, because, you know, the Europa League, it has been a death nail for a lot of clubs. Um, well, not necessarily a death nail, but it's been a big hindrance. I mean, we've seen it with West Ham, Southampton, Burnley. All those teams have struggled in the league because of the added stress of European football. Um, so it would be interesting to see if Sheffield United can cope with that um, or not. Yeah, although
1: they have got money, like a lot
0: of money. Yeah, they have. And um, they've proven that they'd be, you know, willing to spend. I mean... What was it? In the um January. wow well, I would say, you know, in January transfer window. Yeah they they brought in a lot of
1: for burgers.
0: Yeah. Um yeah. Um but yeah, like and it, and also it depends on whether Henderson goes back there. I mean
1: uh, yeah, I think the agreement go back.
0: Well I mean Henderson it go seems like he wants to go back. But it depends, you know. If Manu offer Henderson the number one jersey you know, for Man United, is he going to turn that down? Well,
1: it depends who's going to get uh, the Champions League spot again.
0: Well, I mean, you do say that, but, you know, at the end of the day, Man U are, and always will be, a big club in Sheffield United. It's Um yeah. They'll be able to offer more money. Um, so, yeah, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see um, what happens on that front. Um, anyway, going from two teams that we just talked about that overachieving. Let's go to two underachieving teams. We'll start with Tottenham. Um, Sign eight. Yeah, it's, it's not been the it's not been the dream under Jose that, that they'd hoped. Tottenham.
1: Just as I've mm. um, Yeah. The trouble is Daniel Levy looking to spend more money on development of their stadium and development.
0: Mm. He, yeah.
1: They've got a nice stadium, but that's fine and all. But you kind of need to be having Champions League, you know, filling that out. But well, they're not even going to get in the Europa League as it stands.
0: Exactly, yeah. Um, and I mean, for teams to have, to be able to spend, you know, multi-million pounds on players, to be able to spend £60-70 in transfer windows consistently, you know, you need consistent Champions League football, never mind European football. You need consistent Champions League football. Um, and, you know, Spurs, it looks like they were starting on that route, but, you know, this season, they've just fallen off, you know? Yeah.
1: The thing is, they, they always sit comfortably with a got, mm. and they're surprised when, you know, people figure them out, you start losing games
0: again. Yeah. I mean, the new manager boost really came and went quickly for Jose. It only lasted, like, a couple of months or something. Yeah.
1: Yeah. he just come off a really tough job with United, then he goes straight into Spurs, who are, in a worse-off position.
0: Yeah. I mean, he did a really good job with Man United. Like, he got that Man United team to finish second. Yeah. Like, and he won, a, he won a Europa League, he won an FA Cup with them. So, you know, he did a good job for Man United. Um, but this Spurs team, you know, well, I mean, he's not really had the opportunity to strengthen it. Because um, besides the signing of Lo permanently, he hasn't really had a chance to, Implement well, his own, it's... yeah, that's the point. But he's been injured, hasn't he?
1: Yeah,
0: a lot. Um, I feel like he needs a summer, um, Jose. Oh, yeah, I don't... Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I just feel like he needs some time to implement his own vision into that squad because I don't feel like he's done that yet. It still feels like very much like a Maurizio Pochettino team, yeah. He hasn't really
1: stamped his mark on time,
0: exactly. Yeah,
1: and Daniel Levy seems a bit stingy or he like.
0: Yeah. Um yeah well I mean he, he, he has shown that he's been willing to you know spend on players um, but not consistently or consistently enough for a team looking for consistent Champions League um, and he's also shown that you know he, he's not really that patient when it comes to managers I mean what he's, he's overseeing like 12 managers or something like that um, at Spurs so or something like that, yeah. So he's not exactly wanting to give managers time, isn't Mr. Levy?
1: No, although that's worked for Chelsea briefly. Uh, a club like Spurs where they're, they're not willing to make changes for the new manager,
0: well, they don't have the um capability to do that. They can't go out and spend 80 90 million pounds in a transfer window every season. Um, so sacking managers that regularly, it don't work, no. Um you know, I I do think in general, you know, even if you can spend that amount, it's not a recipe for long-term success. Is the um, the Chelsea strategy of bringing in new managers, you know, regularly, um, but you know, it has it has effects in the short term. Um, but Spurs haven't necessarily seen that. To be honest with you, the most successful manager that they've had was Pochettino, who they gave time to. Yeah, but no, I. I don't disagree with you on that, um, but what I'm saying is, you know, he needs time to um, the the new manager, Marino, He needs time to um, implement his stamp onto that squad. Well, I mean, if you look at um, thingy, if you look at the first team that um, Pochettino played for, you know, he had Lloris, Kyle Norton. Eunice Kabul, Eric Dyer, Danny Rose, Nabil Benteleb, Kapu, Lamella, Eriksson, Aaron Lennon, and Adebayor. So, you know, he yeah. he kept two of the same players, um, in that starting lineup, and the rest of them changed. So, he needs time, to change that. Um, does Mourinho? He needs time to build a Mourinho squad instead of a Pochettino squad. Yeah, but I think he's at the wrong club to want to right? mm. Yeah, because he's, you know, he's used to players spending big money. Uh, he's used to clubs spending big money on his sort of players, which Spurs aren't going to do. No. Um. Well, let's go on to the other Japanese club that I was referencing. Uh, did I say Japanese club there?
1: Yeah, you
0: did, yeah. Fucking hell, Jesus Christ. I am... Oh. Right.
1: We're
0: not watching the J-League. No. Um, that, there's like, I remember I was listening to a fucking Advert Talk Sport or something, and they were advertising that they've got like fucking Korean horse racing. What? Like exclusive. Like. You know. I don't think
1: that's something to brag about.
0: No, it, it is, obviously, you know. I watch Korean horse racing all the time. i sure you watch Korean horse racing all the time.
1: Yeah, I know.
0: All the race clubs. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, always... what I meant to say was the other underachieving club that I was referencing was Arsenal. Um, And Arsenal, they've basically seen a complete opposite to um, Spurs and that they've brought in Mikel Arteta and he's immediately brought success.
1: Yeah.
0: Mm. Yeah, they're not getting Champions League. No. Uh, but I feel like they're in a better position than... Spurs are to finish higher on the table.
1: Yeah, and that's the first time we'll be saying that.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like Arteta, like he knows what he, he feels like. He knows what he wants from that team, like um, you know It feels like he knows how he wants them to play. Um, whereas with Mourinho, it doesn't feel like he's got an idea on his first team or you know his tactics
1: because it's not his.
0: Because it's not built by him.
1: Yeah. Yeah, someone like Mourinho isn't very adaptable. Adapt um, squads that aren't. His. No. It's to make them play how he wants to play rather than the situation they're in.
0: Rather than how they play best. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I. I. I, I yeah. Like you say, I feel like it's a little bit too little, too late for Arsenal because they've got a lot of tough games. You know, got Liverpool, Spurs, Leicester. You know, um, Wolves, Man City. Uh, They've got a lot of tough games. Sheffield United in the cup, no. Um, I feel like their best hope is to push um, Wolves and Sheffield United um, because they're more likely to slip up, I'd say. Um, But yeah, I I can't see him getting Champions League football. Um, It'll be interesting to see what Mikel Arteta does in the summer um, because that'll be his first summer transfer window. Um, And it'll and that should give us an idea with who he signs, the sort of print that he wants to go for at Arsenal, the style of play that he wants.
1: I feel like... Mm. Particularly...
0: Yeah, I mean, especially if they don't get Champions League football. I um, yeah. feel like Aubameyang could be off.
1: Yes, yeah, so he's got a really tough job on his hands after...
0: Yeah, um, but being a club legend, the, I feel like the board would be willing to give him more time than they would just a regular manager... And the yeah. fans would be more patient with him. Yeah, yeah.
1: But he's definitely doing the right thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, he's, he's got that team flowing.
1: It did need a bit of care.
0: Yeah, I mean, it just didn't work under Unai Emery. Um, I, I, I
1: with Wenger. Yeah. Again, no.
0: No. Um, and and I feel like you know, because you know Wenger always had the reputation of being you know a strict manager, you know, imposing diets and you know shit like that. Um. And I feel like Emery didn't seem like that sort of manager. He seemed more um, relaxed, um, more lax. Um,
1: well, I, I, I don't see any issue with that because it clearly worked with Sevilla. Winning the League five times in a row does mean, does put you very highly.
0: No, on, it, on its own, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. Um, but some players, some groups of players, they need that discipline. Um, yeah. And I feel like Arteta's come in and he feels a lot more... You know, obviously, I don't know what goes on behind the scenes, but he feels a lot more um, like he would be more strict.
1: Well, being on the Guardiola is definitely a good uh, learning job.
0: Exactly, yeah. Uh,
1: but I, th- I think Arsenal...
0: Yeah, I think that's um, a pretty solid prediction. I mean, they're behind Spurs in the table at the moment, but they've got a game in hand, um, which if they... Well, I mean, the game in hand is against Man City. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. They're in a good position to try and kick on. Or Arsenal, especially next season. Um, it'll be interesting to see who they bring in and are they fair next season.
1: Yeah, I think retaining Bamiang will be more important than any signing.
0: Yeah, because um, oh, they, they need. I mean, we say that about we said this about quite a few teams. Um, they just need a stronger defence. You know, yeah. you can't you can't aim to you know outscore teams like if you concede you know well i mean obviously outscoring is the name of the fucking game but like you know you you can't think oh we'll just score more than them if we concede loads like you can't have that mentality you've got to have a good spine to be able to build forward um and i I still don't have that like because all attacks start at the back you know
1: yeah well i feel like them playing at the back is very dangerous
0: well not even not even necessarily playing it out from the back, but you know like you've got to have a solid base, that's what I'm saying.
1: They do have ball playing defenders, it's just they're crap at defending. Like David Louise is very calamical.
0: Yeah. I mean it's like building a house on top of fucking like jelly. Like you, it don't work, it'll fall over. Like and that's what Arsenal that feel
1: like. In my life. What?
0: What you wouldn't build your house on jelly? No. Oh well. That's a free one for you. You can bring that to Southampton with you.
1: Yeah, we haven't, we haven't heard. No. Nah. Have you
0: just made that up? No, I've, I've, I've heard that before. I don't know what the origin is. I'd have to Google it myself. Awesome. It makes sense, yeah. Have you heard it saying, you're born in barn?
1: What, well, is that when someone doesn't close the door? Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah,
1: we don't say, you're born in barn or whatever.
0: Yeah. You, you need to put wood in all.
1: You, you guys don't say in it.
0: Do you? Well, no, we, just, we don't say the word the.
1: It slows you down. No, but you don't say in it or summer. Well, I do something. Uh, Darnix. What is? About how people say things, Darnix. Yeah.
0: Well, it's because, right, we all fu- we all spoke, like, different fucking languages, didn't we? Like, before fucking William Conqueror came, we all spoke, like, fucking 50 different languages.
1: Latin, French. Okay, no, two. no, th- this is, like,
0: before, like, when we spoke, like, Gaelic and
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what oh, I yeah. We were invaded a bunch. When we
0: were all like fucking jabs and shit. I
1: mean, are we gonna get into the battle Hastings
0: now? No, right. Everyone says, oh, you know, Harold's troops, you know, that they, they were shit. But no, right. They were just fucking knackered, right? Because they had to march from fucking top of Scotland. Yeah. That to beat the fucking Vikings, right? And then <laughs> go down to fucking Southampton. They had to walk to Southampton in four days after beating the Vikings and beat the French. Like they were never gonna win that. They were fucked. Like they're absolutely knackered. But can you imagine dying to a fucking arrow to the eye? That's fucking gruesome. That. Uh,
1: yeah, but I guess, I guess an arrow to the Achilles is. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's uh that's how Achilles died. I'm
0: sure. Well, it he will have died at some point.
1: Yeah. Did yeah, he die of that? I couldn't tell you.
0: Um.
1: Get your Greek men
0: Yeah. A- a- anyone at home, you know. Send it to our P.O. box if you've got the answer. Put it on back of a postcard. We got
1: a P.O. box?
0: That's the Oh, yeah, I don't send you any of the shit we get. No, we oh. get some weird shit. Just someone's shoelace. Got dildo.
1: <laughs> no, that's just yours.
0: Well, oh, I don't remember wrapping it up. Um, right. <laughs> fuck talking about dildos. Fuck talking about the Battle of Hastings. Let's talk about fucking Burnley. Right. Um, fucking Burnley. Yeah, I'm fucking worried. Right. Well, I, I, we're not going to go down. Um, no. But...
1: What are you worried about, then?
0: I, I, well, I, I wouldn't say worried, like... But, you know...
1: Underwhelmed.
0: Well, it's not even that. I just feel like we're not going to... It's a shame, because we're in such good form, you know. In love. Uh, we're in great form, and, like, you know, we're going to come back. Man City away. We're going to get fucking slapped. And then, like, you know...
1: We just... hey, if norwich can do it.
0: Can... Yeah, we can do it. Um... I can't remember a time when we've got Man City away and we haven't lost 5-1, like, we always get slapped Man City away, like, because we always used to get them in the fucking cup, like, yeah, well, anyway, uh Wait, are we are you still in the FA Cup? I think you are. No, you no I'm saying we always used to get Man City in the FA Cup, oh, Sir, I
1: you we'd out. always
0: get them, like, third or fourth round and then get slapped, like. You I think we got to, a,
1: Sunderland.
0: That like, League Cup went out to Sunderland. Went out to Norwich in FA Cup.
1: Okay.
0: It's not that bad, but it's still pretty poor. Fucking. Um, but yeah, anyway, like, oh, I, I don't know. I, I, it's just a shame because we're in such good form, and I feel like that's gonna go to waste, you know, like coming back. Well,
1: everyone's in the same
0: boat. Everyone's in the same boat, yeah, but not everyone's playing Man City first game of the season.
1: Well,
0: Arsenal are. Arsenal are, yeah. Um. It'll, it all depends on. Yeah. I mean, you know, it, 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 it's just a shame because, you know, we were on the outskirts of Europe. You know, if we went on a good run, we could have pushed for it, potentially. Um, but I don't feel like that's possible now. Um, You know, we, we're going to have players like um, Goodmanson and J. Rod coming back from injury. Um, but, you know, I, I just don't think we're going to do it. I think we're going to finish roughly about where we are. Um, I think top half is the aim. Um, and yeah, you know, it's just about you know getting through this season, to be honest with you.
1: I mean, have you overachieved from what you thought you were going to do at the start of the season?
0: Um, well, I'd say so, yeah. I think at the start of the season, I predicted us to be 14th or 13th, somewhat like that. Um, I think that was because um, I was sort of blinded by Europa League, you know, and that made us as poor as we were. Uh, the first half of last season. Um but, you know, I think we're roughly where we should be, you know, considering the squad that we have. Um, you know, we've got eleven we've got an eleven goal a season the striker, you know. We've got a goalkeeper who has the most clean sheets in the league. Like so far. So far yeah. Um then yeah, you know, considering like the money that we have to spend, the facilities that we have, we are roughly, you know, we we probably are overachieving, I'd say. Yeah. I can't remember why but it might have been around 11th to 12th mm. yeah I think I think I put us 14th in my predictions if I remember rightly um I wasn't confident but then again I put Everton 5th I think so yeah, yeah I, I think I put Everton 5th Sheffield U 19th um oh, yeah, I, I went yeah I, I mean at least I didn't go from the finished bottom like, quite a lot p No right? I went. um but yeah um i i I don't know like I think in the summer it'll be interesting to see what we do. I know we've been linked with um a monaco winger um Samuel Grandseer on a free transfer oh, yeah um, I think we just need more pace, you know, especially on that right hand side you know I mean we've got joaner Goodson coming back from injury um which is good, but he's not exactly reliable. he gets injured quite a lot um and you know. Jeff Hendricks a good player, but he's not a winner. So, we need to be looking at an improvement on that right-hand side. And especially right-back as well. As two right-backs are over 30 years old, and neither of them are particularly outstanding. Um, so, I think we need an improvement there. Yeah. We haven't really had a great right-back since Kevin Trippier left. Um, so, yeah.
1: Well,
0: I don't see him. No. Well, I mean, he has said that he would like to return at some point. Um. He's spoken, you know, extensively at Lancashire Telegraph. Um, the Lanc- Lancashire Telegraph, yeah. Um, uh, well, just talking about Burnley. Um, he said he'd love to finish his career there, um, and basically talking about how much better than we are than Bastard Rovers. Um, but yeah, um, I, I do see him coming back eventually, just not right now. I
1: don't think. Well, he's doing a brilliant job at Atlet.
0: Oh yeah, he is. Don't get me wrong, um. But I mean, I'm only about like in a couple of seasons' time when he's like 32-ish, I can see him coming back. He's
1: 30? I thought he was about 28.
0: No, I'm only about when he's that age. Oh when, right. When when he's like 30, 31, 32-ish, I can see him coming back then. I don't know how old Trips. He always seemed like 21 when it when he was with us, um. But he obviously wasn't. Um. He is currently 29. Damn. It.
1: Yeah.
0: Aye. Right. But I mean, I think. Didn't he sign a three-year deal with Atletico, something like that? Are they, aren't
1: they looking into his
0: transfer? Uh, well, I think it was because like he was—he told his mates he was going yeah. to Atletico, and then his mates bet on him yeah, to go to Atletico. Yeah, that.
1: that's a breach of FA betting rules. Yeah,
0: which I mean, it's not like he went to his mates and said, "Put a tenner on me to go to Atletico." He just said, "I'm going to Atletico." It wasn't like he made—he bet no, himself. No, yeah, that's right. um, but. Yeah, I mean, it's you know, it's all about finishing as high as we can um, as Burnley because we're not going to push for Europe, but every place is worth that couple million more. Um, so and that quite be difference between a new signing and not. So it's all about pushing up as much as we can. Um, anyway, moving on to Palace. Um, what do make call it Palace? a right? uh,
1: bit of a hit and miss side. Mm. It's gonna be interesting to see what they do when they come back. Um. I think Roy Hodgson's done a good job. Mm. Uh, yeah. What's their first game back?
0: I think it's Liverpool, if I'm not mistaken. Well, oh no, Bournemouth and then Liverpool. Um. Well, they because be. they've got every, they've got the whole current top six still at play. So, oh, so right. um, Liverpool City, Leicester, Wolves, Man U, and Chelsea. And I think they've got Spurs as well. Oh,
1: well, they're not. I think they're just gonna keep dropping.
0: Yeah, I mean. I can't see him going down.
1: No, Twelve no.
0: points clear, right? And you always say, you know, they always say forty points is enough, but realistically, it's more like 36,
1: 35. Yeah, yeah. Well,
0: especially in the manner that they Liverpool... Yeah, All right. So I mean, uh, Zaha's probably off in the summer. Um, Where do and you the problem, um, you see, I- I'm not sure. Maybe somewhere like a Spurs. I see Spurs picking him up. Because he's not going to go to a top club now. Because like, he's had a shit he's season. Waited. He's waited too long. He had a shit season, yeah. Well, I don't think it was a case of he waited too long. We just, Palace didn't want to sell him. But they've like, halved his value like, in not selling him.
1: <laughs> but he's still their best player.
0: Yeah, he's still a good commodity for clubs to have. Um, But, you know, he's had an awful season. So, therefore, clubs aren't going to bid as much for him like that's how it works you know
1: well chelsea won't chill well and he's in the cost 70
0: yeah
1: if sahar you know chose england instead of like, he people his price would for... mm, yeah
0: um there is there is yeah there is an english tax um but you know can't all about that so um yeah i mean to be honest with you i can't see him going for more than like 40 Million at the most, to be honest, with you. Um, yeah. Yeah, that would
1: do a club like really well.
0: It was, yeah. But when you're considering he was linked with like 60, 70 million pound moves last summer, you know, I don't see why they didn't cash in. Even when Zaha was in great form, like they're saying he wasn't worth like 60, 70 million to them, you know, which mm. could have bought him um, three or four quality players for them.
1: Having all of the top six definitely going to be really testing you know, with coronavirus and just coming back from that to have those kind of games really worst case.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, they're lucky really that they've built the lead over the relegation zone that they have because they could have been in trouble if they hadn't.
1: I think um, that's probably what would have been said to them at the start of the season.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, and um, Roy Hodgson as well, I think it's worth touching on him. He, he has done well for Palace. But he's not got long left, surely. I think he's just signed a one-year deal, so he's got next season and that's it, really, I'd say. Mm. So it's about time that perhaps looked for a long-term replacement um, as manager. I know, I heard that they were linked with a move for a triple move for Sean Dyche, James Tarkovsky and Dwight McNeil, which, I mean, you know, if they've got £120 million lying around spare, then, yeah, fair enough, but, you know. I mean, it's it's just paper talk, really. I mean, we've said we want in, um, ten million compensation if any club wants to, pry Sean Dyche away from us. Um, which I think's fair, to be honest with you. You know, he's under contract until twenty twenty four, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's times where he could have gone to Everton or you know, any bigger club, and he didn't. So. Uh,
1: I mean, I think someone Eddie Howe, Burnley, if
0: piss. Do you no. know he was do you know he was at Burnley, Eddie Howe? No I
1: didn't.
0: And he was fucking shite for us. Was he? Yeah. It was awful.
1: Yeah, times have changed though.
0: The the only good thing he did was bring in Danny Ings. That's the only good thing he did. To be honest with you, I Shit, think he
1: had Danny Ings. How how's that even Danny well, no... Ings
0: and was sick? Oh yeah. Well that, well Danny Ings started out at Bournemouth and then he took uh, Eddie took Danny Ings with him to Burnley. Um And then fucking you had like Vings, which was class, uh, Ings and Vokes. Um, uh, But yeah, apart from that, Eddie didn't really do much. It was just you know, uh, fancy Brian Laws um, was Eddie Howe. You you have no idea who Brian Laws is, do you?
1: Unfortunately,
0: no. Well, yeah, fortunately not. Yes, Uh, god awful. Um, But anyway, let's move on to Everton. Coyle. Don't you dare mention that fucking name on this podcast, Harry. I will reach through this fucking computer screen and give you a slap. Like, fucking six-fingered, inbred, fucking horse-fiddler, fucking dickhead Judas twat. That's what I think of Owen Coyle. Nice. Bolton, ten years ahead of Burnley. Fuck off. That's
1: how you it, Chris.
0: Fucking twat. All right. Fucking, he's one fucking hundredth of the manager Sean Dyches. He'd be lucky to fucking fucking kiss the fucking toilet seat that sean dice has shit into there's a reason that he manages in the fucking second tier of india
1: that's pretty fucking shit <laughs> yeah
0: i hope he got the fucking shits the first night he went over there from <laughs> fucking curry right Well let's move on to everton then before you know i explored um everton under ancelotti what have you made of them
1: <sighs> still trying to find their feet under that's my interpretation I thought Moise Keane really exploded, I'm not of that. Yeah, it's real shame because I like
0: Moise. Keane. Yeah, I feel like um, oh, I, I, I don't know. I just feel like he hasn't adapted to English league as well as people you know expected him to. What do you mean um, he managed us? And you know what?
1: Ancelotti, he managed us. And-
0: no, 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 not um Ancelotti. What about Moise Keane? Ah,
1: um,
0: yeah, I feel like um, what's it um. Moise Keane, he was expected to do bits at Everton, because um, he was really good at Juventus, um, you know. But I just feel like... I, don't, I just don't feel like he has the explosiveness of a premier of a top Premier League striker, you
1: know. Yeah, Serie A's A lot slower. Hmm. And to be fair, the kind of players he had behind him at Juve are nothing like what's at uh, Everton.
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, compare... Dybala, Ronaldo, um, Pjanic to Tom Davis, Gylfi Sigurdsson, like uh, no comparison. Um, but you know, I just, uh, I, I, just don't feel like he needs time and space to shoot. Does Moishe Keane? And you don't get that. In- no.
1: Um,
0: but you know, I mean, they haven't necessarily needed, um, Moise Keane to be, you know on fire, because Calvert-Lewin's really kicked on this season. I've been really impressed by him.
1: He would have probably been...
0: Mm, yeah, I don't know. Um, I mean, oh, I I just feel like, you know, they, they should be kicking on a lot more, you know, Everton. I, I know that's not a hot take. Like, with that squad that they have, they, they are literally a centre-mid away from pushing for Europe, with the likes of Wolves and Sheffield United. Um, in my opinion, anyway, they're a centre mid away from that. Like, they've got top quality left back, top quality, you know. Well, yeah, I'd say a top quality centre half, um, top quality forward, top quality wingers, top quality number ten. You know, they're literally just missing a centre mid and a goalkeeper who is shit.
1: A goalkeeper who's shit.
0: Who isn't shit.
1: All oh, right. Yeah, he makes. Uh, kind of... mm. it's a bit like watching Butcher
0: Yeah, I mean. Against fucking Newcastle, right? When he fucking... He was inside the net when he caught it. Is he fucking collapsed or something? I swear to God, right? Like, you know... No, right? No, right? As a goalkeeper, you've got to keep it out the fucking net. So, why would you stand in the net? Fucking divvy. No,
1: he's thinking outside the
0: box. Whoa, that's a good one from you, Harry. Oh, (laughs) you got a big laugh from all the listeners there. (laughs) Aye. Yeah, I mean... The fact that Southgate still believes that he's England's number one just baffles. Nah, I I just feel like Harry that you're wrong. Yeah, you're just wrong. Um, but anyway, yeah, Everton are a club that should be in a much better position than they are. Uh, and it'd be interesting to see Ancelotti's um summer dealings. See what he does. Um, because yeah, like what we were saying with Mourinho, he hasn't imprinted his style onto that squad yet. And to be honest with you, I'd argue they looked better under Duncan Ferguson than they did under Ancelotti. Yeah, yeah.
1: Someone didn't give Duncan a permanent job, but then again, if you have someone like Ancelotti dues mm. available yeah.
0: go, and considering that shit that he pulled with Moyes, King, like taking him off after ten minutes or something like that, after bringing him on, like, yeah, like, what is the point of that? Just to, apart from just to humiliate the kids, do you know what I mean? Anyway, um. Let's move on to Newcastle. Um, do you reckon Newcastle are safe, Harry? Or do you reckon they're still in trouble? Yes. I mean, what? Eight points clear. Um, I mean, the, like I really like this. Um, I feel like Bruce, he's got a lot of unfair stick this season. Um, you know, he, he's done better than Benitez has, to be honest with you. I'd say they're, they've got more points, and it's not like it's not like Benitez played brilliant football. He played just as boring football as Bruce. So yeah,
1: it's what results matter when you're down that
0: out of the yeah, and thing here. Bruce has more points than benitez did at this time last season. So you know, I don't see why he's getting as much stick as he is. Bruce. Mm. I mean, with the new owner saga going on, um no, I don't think anything's in gonna-
1: the. You know
0: what?
1: I don't think anything.
0: I, I mean, I don't know because like the people who are rumored of- with buying it have actually tweeted out stuff about Newcastle, like saying that they're interested in stuff. So I mean. it could be it could be um but you know why would they tweet it out if they weren't interested so you know like
1: but how many times have we seen that uh x you know is linked yeah in vince mcmahon all people
0: (laughs) yeah i mean no don't get me wrong um i feel like yeah (sighs) i don't know i just this one just feels different to the rest you know i mean i never actually felt like they were going to go through whereas i've got a feeling that this could um but, yeah, the future's looking uncertain for Newcastle. Um,
1: Has a number been thrown about?
0: I think it was, uh, what were it, 400 million, I think.
1: For Newcastle, really?
0: I think so, yeah. Which, I mean, you know, when you've got 262 billion, like, you, you can what? afford to throw around money like that. I did
1: not know they had that kind of money.
0: Yeah, they're, like, ten times richer than the Man City shakes.
1: Oh, so what, what business?
0: Uh... I think it's just oil, you know, same as most of them. Oh okay. Yeah. I I could be wrong, but you know, that's what I think. Uh but yeah, it's it's looking uncertain the future for Newcastle. Um be interested to see how these next twelve months how it goes for Newcastle. Um but yeah, um anyway going down we've got Southampton, fourteenth, seven points clear. You know, do you reckon they need to be looking over their shoulders, worried?
1: No, I think someone like Danny's is uh, very reliable.
0: Yeah, I mean the defence has been poor this season for Southampton. I mean, only Aston Villa have conceded more goals than Southampton this season. Um, and I feel like they've, you know, they've not done what you need to do when you're in a relegation battle, which is keep, make your home a fortress. You know, if you're going off of home form alone, Southampton are bottom of the league. So, yeah, it's just, they've, they've really been carried by Danny this season of Southampton, Um I mean, he's a really good player, is Danny Ings. I feel like this Danny Ings would start for Liverpool. I genuinely do think that. Um, and, yeah, like, they've got to invest in a new defence next season, surely, you'd think.
1: Yeah, I mean, very... I mean, they have got um, Fraser Forster out on loan. That's...
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because both Gunn and McCarthy haven't been great this
1: Gunn has been particularly terrible. They're going to see nine.
0: Yeah. All right. Um, and, I mean... Um,
1: Speak of owner. You what sorry? Can we speak of another set of owner fans?
0: Well, yeah. You know, what are you gonna say, Harry?
1: Well this might be controversial, but um with the news that Chelsea potentially getting Werner, there are a few Liverpool fans that I saw on Twitter yesterday demanding that their own owners um should leave, basically. Yeah, I've seen that. And this is the this is the club that's basically just won the Premier League. Yeah. I don't I think mean... anybody even Verna, I don't think they need anybody. I think they've got the perfect squad, and they're still not happy.
0: Well, I think you know the point is that I think club, uh, not clubs. I think fans, sorry, get too bogged down by the fact that you know, oh, you need new signings to improve. Like, you know, completely forgetting the fact that they are the best team in the country by a mile, and arguably the best team in the world. So, you, you just need to bear that in mind, you know. It's like, um, I think someone put it that signings are like getting a new toy on Christmas Day, you know, like as a kid, you know. They're mm. not bothered about the old one after that.
1: That's good enough. Yeah,
0: so, you know, I, I think we just need to remember that they are, you know, 25 points clear, you know. They, they don't need improvements desperately.
1: Well, they don't need improvements full stops. They might need some back arts, but definitely not improvements. No. Because there's that squad has shown no moment exactly
0: yeah well
1: in the champs league that's about
0: it yeah and Watford oh yeah okay. yeah um but yeah like football fans are very fickle they're, they're notoriously fickle I mean just look at how Arsenal fans try Arsene Wenger like you know
1: oh
0: well, they want them back now you oh, yeah of course they do um but yeah like you're never going to please football fans. Um, so There's only you know. been
1: one manager that I've ever wanted out, and then he started doing good, and then I wanted him to stay. So that was yeah. it.
0: Yeah. I mean, you you just need you just need patience, you know, when you're a football club, and, and as a football fan as well, you need patience. Like, you, you you have to remember that stuff doesn't happen overnight, and stuff, and everything that a football club does is, you know, calculated. You know, for the long-term success of that club.
1: Um, Which team will we on now? Uh,
0: we're on Southampton, weren't we? I
1: think. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they've got rich owners, and they're another spend. Mm. Love selling their best players.
0: Yeah. I mean, um, Hoiberg's linked with um, a move away from St. Mary's. Um, I think it was Arsenal
1: who were after him. Really?
0: That's what I heard, yeah.
1: Wow. Well they do have that they did have
0: that on any anyone yeah Um. but with Southampton again like they are built around a few key players and if they got rid of them then they'd be they'd be fucked um, like they're, like they're built around three players Ward Prowse Heuberg and Danny Ings like, <laughs> Yeah.
1: And,
0: and if they lost any of them then they'd be fucked so and Che Adams has been an absolute disappointment haven't they? do you remember he exists
1: no I completely forgot his existence
0: exactly yeah I remember I was fuming that Burnley didn't sign him. I was absolutely fuming. I'm glad now. He's been awful.
1: Yeah, the whole team's been awful, aside from players like um, Danny. Mm. So I think it's more of a team than just him. I think at Burnley might have fit in a lot.
0: it uh, could have done, but what are you going to do? Um, anyway, now moving on to some teams What are in like actual trouble now. Um, we will move on to Brighton. You know, to only two points ahead at relegation zone. Um, you know, you would be worried as a Brighton fan, especially considering you know your next three games: uh, Arsenal, Leicester, and Man United. Then you've got Norwich, and then you've got Liverpool and Man City.
1: They have to win that game. Mate. Yeah, it might be too little. Too... I just don't see. No, or even do you say Spurs?
0: No, it's um, Arsenal, Leicester, Wait, Man Ar- United and then Liverpool and Man City. Yeah. I mean they've got and then after that three games left. Southampton, Newcastle, Burnley. So, you know, they're crucial as well. It was Saints. Yeah, but they still have to win those games to Brighton if they want to stay up. And it's it's going to be it's going to be tricky. Um, you know, especially considering, you know, everyone's vying, you know, everyone will be right up for getting out. You said
1: everyone is was- hoping for Brighton
0: they go down. I, don't, I don't know what I was saying I started saying stuff before I started thinking Harry that's what I did so yeah. so you know like yeah they're going to be in trouble Brighton you know um, they've been relying on Neil Mope basically all season um, Great. and yeah it's it's, you know they are in trouble especially um, you know Lewis Dunk as well I think he's like one yellow like card away from suspension for two matches so exactly yeah yeah I, I... Think might be. yeah i mean we'll go over um some of the other clubs in the relegation zone or in and around the relegation zone um
1: well i, I don't form impact them is their run
0: the them. fixtures yeah and i mean like i say, we're gonna go over some of the teams but they've definitely got the worst runner games out of anyone i mean all of the teams down there have you know two or three games against top clubs but they're the only ones who have a run of three games, a, a run of three bad games, then one game where they should, where they have to win, and then Man City and Liverpool after that. Yeah. It it could end up coming down to the final day, um, where you know they're gonna have, they're gonna have to fight for every single point at Brighton. So
1: they should be doing that regardless.
0: Yeah. I it, mean,
1: is a game like the, like City feel to do?
0: Yeah. I mean. Liverpool will have won the league by then, so they're not going to be playing for anything because they can't get the un- invincible season either. So you know, can they not,
1: can they not get more-
0: well, uh, they could, yeah. well Yeah. Well, they can do. Uh, they'd have to win. Uh, they'd have to win six games to get to 100, and then to beat that, they'd have to get another point.
1: 103
0: points. Well, no, the record's 100, isn't it, Man City? Oh, oh yeah,
1: yeah, just, yeah. Yeah.
0: So if they, so if they won six games, they would get to 100, and then they just need one more point to break the record.
1: Yeah, so I'm
0: thinking they that they're
1: gonna take Brighton. No, yeah. What the hell
0: How you talking to Reggie there.
1: No, I'm playing the game. Ah.
0: Um but yeah, Brighton could be in some serious trouble. Um anyway, just below them, got West Ham, who, you know they've got a tough first three games back as well. I mean they don't necessarily have as bad a run as Brighton, but they've got a really bad run. And I mean the level on points with Bournemouth in the relegation, so it could be West Ham's time as well and especially with that London stadium you know they cannot afford to spend the season in the championship
1: no and the amount of money yeah Haller's been a major Um, well I wouldn't say
0: he's been I I wouldn't say he's been a major disappointment I mean
1: from what was being seen from him at Frankfurt this is very underwhelming
0: yeah I mean seven goals you know it's not a good return but you know uh, it was like 25 million or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. So you know, obviously it's not been great. Um, but you know, I I just don't think so he I don't cost, think he's been, I don't think he's been a flop. That's all I'm he gonna.
1: He cost them 3.5 million a goal. Yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, I mean, the first three games after coming back, it's Wolves, Spurs, and Chelsea. Um, so yeah, like the and I think we've got. Man U as well like near the end of the season Um, but they've also got some crucial games at the bottom of the table I think I think it's Aston Villa last game of the season and they've got Norwich and Watford as well still at the play so I think if they win those three games then I think they'll be safe I think because realistically how many points do you reckon you know you'll need to survive probably about 36 37
1: they are incredibly fortunate above them has that run again
0: yeah Brighton um I mean, how many points do you reckon you'll need to, you know, stay up? Do you reckon 36, 35 maybe? Bournemouth are on 27 in 18th, so.
1: I'm going to go with, since I say Saints are safe, I'm going to say
0: 34. Mm, yeah. Um, I think West Ham should have enough. If they win those three games against Watford, Villa and Norwich, then then they should be all right. Uh, yeah, anyway. Going out of Watford. Um, oh. I don't know why, but I think what I think Watford will be good. I think Watford will be fine. I've just got that
1: feeling. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um yeah. is Chris Hooton their manager now? At Watford? Who's their name?
0: Pearson. Yeah.
1: Oh yes, Pearson.
0: God, you've really been, you know Jesus. Forgetting about football in this isolation, aren't you? Yeah. Aye. Where is uh, Chris? I don't think he's in a job.
1: I could be missing for Brighton.
0: Yeah, I thought I thought they did. Um poor for sacking him um i don't think he's in a job currently um he might have been picked up by a championship club
1: nice
0: yeah you'd have thought some like championship club would have picked him up or something right. um but yeah
1: yes and especially that winner are really oh
0: yeah um well it's just psychologically it's going to help um and i mean you know again we've said that game against west ham is crucial um They've got some hard games of Watford. They've got Arsenal, City, Chelsea, Leicester. Um,
1: well, they
0: can beat Liverpool. Yeah. Well, anyone can beat anyone. Um, but, you know, I don't know why. I just have a feeling that they'll be fine. You
1: know? Yeah, and there's worse.
0: Yeah. I, I, I'm I, more... Well, I say worried. I'm not that worried. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'd be more confident on Brighton or West Ham going down than Watford. Especially with Troy Deeney coming back into training, if he, if he, if Troy was going to sit out the rest of the Premier League season, um, I'd be worried for Watford. But no, I think they're fine. Which is weird to say when they're level on points with 18. But I don't know.
1: I think there's only two teams in my mind that which are Villa and not. Mar-
0: mm. Yeah, I mean, it all it all come out of that last day, Villa and West Ham playing each other, like. That could be a relegation decide of that. Um, What's going to happen on the last day? Are they all going to play at the same time or what? what Yeah, I was about to say, because, you know, if a team only needs a draw to, you know, stay up and the other team only needs a draw to get Champions League football, I wonder what they're both going to do, you know. And that's why they all play at the same time.
1: They usually put it on the sky on the red button.
0: Ah, right, right. Yeah, they'll probably do that, actually, thinking about it. They should do that anyway. Um, but yeah, um, I mean, yeah, I just got, I've got a feeling it will come down to that last day with um, Villa and West Ham. And to be honest with you, though, I I think Bournemouth are in trouble. I really do. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, they're coming off the back of what four losses, or like they haven't won in four. Um, yeah, so
1: and,
0: yeah. And they've got still to play. They've got Wolves. Man United, Spurs, Leicester, and Man City, right? And they don't have any games against teams around them like Villa or Brighton or West Ham. Um, so yeah, like I think Bournemouth are down personally. Well, I can't say that because they're level on points with Watford and West Ham. But you know, from what I've seen from them this season, I can't see them getting out of it. Yeah, yeah. They're
1: tough. What's what's their next three games? Three.
0: Uh, Palace, then Wolves, then Newcastle, and then they've got a bad run of four games.
1: they to have to win then, because um, I don't see it going any other way.
0: No, I, th- I think they need three wins basically. Um, and they could get three wins easily. I mean, well, I say it easily. Um, but you know they've got Newcastle and Palace at home. Um, and it it might come down to that South Coast derby, Bournemouth and Southampton, because that's on penultimate day. That could be different. That could be a decider for Bournemouth. Uh, but yeah, um, and I mean, just moving on to Villa. Like you, you said you're not confident about Villa.
1: Yep.
0: I mean, they have been unlucky with injuries, to be fair. Um, you know, injuries to both um, Heaton, Anter. Fucking hell, what's his name? That Brazilian striker.
1: Oh, Wesley.
0: Yeah, that's his name, Wesley. Um, yeah, injuries to both of them. Uh, haven't been kind on them. Um, and signing Danny Drinkwater, that, that was unlucky from Villa. Um, that was but yeah, yeah. Um, but the, they've got a tough run of games, Villa. they have still to play. We've got Sheffield United, Chelsea, Wolves, Liverpool, Man United, and Arsenal still to play. So, yeah, I've, I've got a feeling it's going to come down to that final day, uh, West Ham, you know. I I I don't know I've, I've just got a feeling it's gonna. Tough. Um, I mean matter since coming in, he's done all right to be fair to lad. Um. Yeah. I mean, what was it? 11 million he cost or something like that. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, he's done all right. Um. I mean, he scored in his debut, didn't he? Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: had a cup. No, league against Bournemouth won it? Because they lost that, didn't they? Oh, okay, but yeah, I mean, if Villa go down, I can't see Jack Grealish staying, to be honest with you.
1: No, no.
0: especially with these um England hopes as well. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean,
0: he's lucky he's been given it. Mm, yeah, yeah. And um, as for Norwich, I mean, you know, never say never. I mean, Leicester were what like ten points clear of safety with ten games remaining, and they survived. Um. But yeah, I think they're down. Norwich. I think the most important thing for Norwich is keeping hold of the key players and not sacking Farker for next season, because um, they've got a good thing going of Norwich, um, and you know they've got to make sure that they don't do up too drastic just because they went down. I mean, they're not that squad isn't ready for the Premier League, but a lot of them are young. You know, got the likes of Cantwell. You know, um, Lewis. Uh, what's that fucking right back's name? Um, oh, the Northern Irish. Uh, it might be. Mm-hmm. Oh, you got Jamal Lewis, and you've got oh, oh Max Aaron's. That's his name. I oh, am. Yeah,
1: oh, yeah.
0: Um, and like Ben Godfrey as well. Um, mm. so it's all about keeping hold of that core. Um, because in two or three years' time, if you still got that core group, you know, then they should be Premier League quality players, and that should be a Premier League quality squad. Um, so it's all about not doing anything too drastic. I think, to be honest with you, they got promoted too soon, and that really isn't is going to be at Norwich's detriment because yeah, they're going to get the Premier League money, but now clubs are going to be sniffing around the Todd Cantwells, the Jamal Lewis's, etc. Yeah, right. I mean, it's just you know that they've they've got to make sure that they're not too disheartened by this, you know, that you know because it was never in the plans for them to go up. I think. Last season, they said they wanted to be in the Premier League within the next five years. Right? So, you know, they just got to keep doing what they're doing, basically. Just keep on that steady path.
1: Well, this may just... Hmm. Um...
0: Well, well, you say that. I mean, you know, they weren't expected to go up the season that they did. Um... Yeah, but then
1: they've had to spend money to go back down
0: well how much do they spend i don't think i, I don't think in terms of net they spent that much did they yeah. well, no they
1: didn't but um i think they should have been signing players in preparation for the championship But yeah they're definitely yeah
0: i mean this sort of remind me of um, the burnley team of 2014 where everyone was expecting us to get relegated from the championship we got promoted and then we got relegated from the Premier League. Um, but we kept hold of Sean Dyche because we weren't expected to be in the Premier League. We kept hold of a large group of players. Obviously, the key players like Danny Ings, Kieran Trippier left. But we kept hold of a tight group. Um, and we won the championship next season. You know, And then we built on that and have been in the Premier League ever since. So that's sort of what Norwich, I think, need to do. Is just not get rid of too many of the key players keep hold of Farka because I'm a fan of Farka um and just you know make sure that they're in a good position for next season really
1: yeah I don't think any of this can be blamed on the players or um Farka no, it's not like you know the money to... no it's not no it's
0: not like they've been underachieving or anything it's not like West Ham they're just not a Premier League team yet you know mm-hmm. um but they have the potential to, you know, a season of that Premier League money can do wonders. And, I mean, you're going to get parachute payments as well next season. So, yeah, it's going to be... It's an interesting time at Norwich because, you know, it'll be interesting to see if they can build off the back of this Premier League money because that's what they'll have to do. is Just yeah. build. Keep building. Yeah. I mean, can you think of any other, you know, topics you want to cover? Because we're about two hours in. Um, really? Yeah. All right. Uh, right, Well we'll leave you off there then um you'll probably be hearing us um you know after the season starts probably most likely um yeah i mean we'll be back to the usual um dissecting the games uh but don't get mad at us if what we say is out of date when it comes out because there's games every fucking day what do you expect um but yeah what like, we'll see you lot when the season starts